Hey family, this is Mo Lives on Purpose. My name is Monique Moss, also known as Mo, and I am here to tell you about all the details of how I went from a life of hopelessness to a life full of hope and purpose. And I'm also going to be empowering you to live on purpose mentally, physically, relationally, financially, and most of all, spiritually. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Although we will talk about mental and emotional health from time to time, I want you to know that this podcast does not take the place of actual therapy. I encourage everyone to go and find a therapist that fits your personal needs so that you can do the work that you need to do in order to recover from any mental and emotional trauma, as well as working through all the things that we go through on a day-to-day basis. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Mo Lives on Purpose. I am currently on spring break yes my district has spring break in april which i'm not complaining because have y'all ever tried to book a trip or just go anywhere with your kids or you know with with your girls or whoever your spouse your boo thing whoever during spring break it is a very crowded situation and if you know anything about me I'm very introverted and so crowds of people are not my thing so I well I will say like we didn't do a whole lot during our spring break but I'm just super happy to not be on the regular March spring break I think it's a good way to kind of like break up the last six weeks of school that we have um otherwise there's no break after march until summer break and i know those of you who are not educators you like what difference does it make you get a whole summer break correction some of us myself included do not get summer breaks (laughs) Not like the full two, three months that everybody else gets anyway. Um, I work the whole school, you know, the whole year. Um, I think I get a week off in July. But other than that, I'm working, you know, the whole the whole summer. Um, and we get Fridays off in the summer. But other than that, I'm working the whole year. So I don't get a summer break. Most teachers, if they don't do summer school, do get a summer break. But a lot of administrators, counselors, um, district staff don't get a summer break. Um, So anyway, and yes, we do get way more breaks than we used to when I was growing up. But have you seen the state of the world lately? So imagine that on a very smaller, a much smaller scale within a school system. Some of the things that you see out in the world that make you kind of like question humanity, we see that at the schoolhouse too. 
So, when I say these breaks, like every six weeks, six to seven, eight weeks are so much needed. Um, not just for the kids, but also for the staff. Because being an educator, although it is a very rewarding career, being an educator these days is not easy. Um, so don't, you know, knock how things are <laughs> these days with all of these breaks that we get. Um, yeah, trust me, like we earn every penny <laughs> and then some that we get like we don't make enough money for all of the the stuff that we have to deal with it is not as simple as walking into the building and teaching or counseling or being an administrator you know it is not that simple so anyway i i digress <laughs> so yeah i'm on break and I've enjoyed my break. Um, what I really love about my breaks is that it allows me space and time to kind of reflect on where I am in life. Um, in all areas of life without all the busyness of work and juggling home life. So when I have these breaks, it's kind of hard for me to do any work related stuff that is kind of like like deadlines and stuff that's lingering over my head because I want the rest I need the rest I need to be able to detach myself from this title that I have and you know just be a mom be a wife and not have to think about <laughs> anything else and so that. These last couple of breaks that I've had, I have done that. And I have been very grateful for the opportunity to not um, have to, unless I choose to, for the most part, um, open my computer and do work unless I absolutely had to. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm super grateful for these breaks. And the time that I get to reflect and just also to be Monique, you know, and get some much needed rest and recuperation. Um, so we are on the home stretch. We got six more weeks of school left after when we go back from break. And I am praying that it is as smooth as possible. One other thing before I really jump into what I'm really here to talk about today is the Apple Watch is a liar. Y'all, my son. So let me rewind. My son. I love my son. He's in kindergarten this year. So with him being in kindergarten and me no longer having to see clients on the side in addition to my regular job, my husband and I decided to pull him out of daycare unless he absolutely has to go. Like if I have a professional development day or whatever. And so this is the first break where he has been home <laughs> with me the entire break. And yeah, <laughs> it's been fun, but it's been a challenge because homeboy, like when he 
finally got the gist of like when I tell him we're on a break, like he understands that means he does not have to go to school. When I say this dude breaks, he breaks. So he stays up late and he wakes up early still. And I'm like, dude, the whole point of being on a break is we get to sleep in. Like, I think this whole break I've gotten to sleep in somewhat. And I say somewhat because he'll wake me up. He'll watch TV for a little bit, go back to sleep, and then I go back to sleep, too. So, um, I've only had one of those days this whole break. But, um, anyway, one of the fun things that um, I do love about bringing on break with my kids, well, we do get to go do activities and stuff together, whatever, but my son specifically, like, he loves to ride his bike and his four-wheeler. And so, with him riding his bike, I'm riding my bike. So, back in, I want to say, December, um, I got a bike. And I have, like, been loving riding my bike. I feel like a kid again. So, um, when my son wants to ride his bike... Mommy is riding her bike too. And so I'm like, okay, this is a whole workout, right? Because, yeah. So I turn on my Apple Watch to calculate, like, my exercise time and my miles or whatever. I really just care about closing my circles on my Apple Watch. Those of you who have Apple Watches, you know what I'm talking about. So I did, like, I probably did a whole hour of riding my bike with my son but we don't leave our street so we live on a cul-de-sac street so basically we ride up and down the street and in the circle mostly we ride in the circle um we're not at the point yet where you know he can ride throughout the neighborhood so we just ride on our street but for like a whole hour, we rode on our street. And you know, my Apple Watch said I only did like five minutes of exercise activity. And I'm like, you are bold face lie. Like, how you going to do me like that? Now, if I put it on a different setting, not the bike riding setting. Like, I know I ain't no cyclist. Like, I'm. please don't hold me to cyclist um standards like I am a regular regular girl and I need you to just (laughs) accept the fact that if I'm doing 30 plus minutes of activities you you need to show that I've done 30 plus minutes of activity and stop playing with me but if I did it on if I did that bike ride on a different setting um I think it's like cardio something then it would show like my rings would have been closed and then looped back around twice or something, you know, by the end of the day. But anyway, I'm rambling. But I just wanted y'all to know that Apple Watch sometimes don't be telling the truth. And I don't like that. I'm kind of upset about that. But anyway, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so what I'm really here to talk about, let me get my professional voice back. Um, What I'm really here to talk about 
is bragging on yourself. And I wrote y'all a little affirmation to go along with today's topic. You want to hear it? Here it go. <laughs> now let me get serious. So today's affirmation is I have a testimony of overcoming every rough day, situation, and circumstance that I have endured up to this point in my life. Therefore, I will humbly celebrate each accomplishment, all of the accolades, and every valley that I have survived. With the grace, love, and strength of God, I am who I am today, and I am becoming who he created me to be. So, I know in the Bible it tells us that we're not supposed to brag on ourselves. And so... When I say brag, I'm really talking about celebrating. I think a lot of times, and I'm talking about myself included, there are times where we focus so much on what didn't go right or what we didn't do well that we don't stop and celebrate the things that do go well, no matter how small or big they are. Um... Me personally, one of the things that I have an issue with is deciding if it's worth me bragging on myself or um, sharing my accomplishments with the world, especially like on social media and things like that. Like, for example, this whole five year journey that I've been on to um, become an LPC finally Um, there were times where I wanted to share things that I didn't know if it would be frowned upon by certain people or hated on by certain people um, if I shared those things but I finally got over that (laughs) and here's why because Even in bragging on myself or celebrating my accomplishments, what I have learned is that if I am celebrating my accomplishments, then it is it it does two things. Whenever I celebrate my accomplishments, I'm also acknowledging the fact that God and his strength and, you know, My strength as well, but mostly in his strength, especially those days where I felt really weak. Without him, I would not have accomplished what I've accomplished to this day in my life. So I am more than willing to acknowledge the fact that what I have accomplished is not 100% just me. You know, it, it involved a lot of blood, sweat, prayers, tears. And God definitely pulling me through to the finish line on on a lot of the things I've accomplished. And not just that, I have no problem with acknowledging the people in my life that helped me to get where I am. Whether that is my husband, my parents, family, friends, um, colleagues, mentors bosses, whoever, you know, I am more than willing to show gratitude and 
be thankful for those people and the roles that they've played in my life in getting me to where I am today. And so when I talk about bragging on yourself and the things that you've accomplished, the way you do that humbly is humbly, humbly. Y'all, I'm I'm tired. It is 11 o'clock at night. So if I'm not saying that correctly, whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm saying all that to say if you brag on yourself, if you celebrate your accomplishments, please, please, please acknowledge the fact that you did not get there on your own. And that's because God was there to see you through that. God gave you the vision to pursue those things. And you had your own personal strength, but also his strength to get through the days that you did just did not feel like doing it anymore. And not only that, the other people that walked with you in that thing and supported you and encouraged you in that thing that you have accomplished or are trying to accomplish. So when I talk about bragging, it's not in a in a way that, um, you know, a selfish, um, self-fulfilling kind of thing. You know, I am 100% talking about bragging on yourself while also bragging on the other people that walked with you in doing and accomplishing the things that you've accomplished up to this point in life. Um, the other thing that... I want to discuss in regards to celebrating and bragging on yourself. Um, Another thing that I have struggled with in life, and I know many other people have, is imposter syndrome. And imposter syndrome, although it is not like a DSM um, diagnosis that can, you know, people can be diagnosed with, it is something that a lot of people struggle with and imposter syndrome is basically where a person feels like a fraud or a phony and they doubt their abilities although they have high performance high accolades and they get positive acknowledgement from others a lot of times they believe that what they have accomplished they should not have you know, so I think that that has been something that I've struggled with. And that's another reason why sometimes I have these thoughts of like not sharing my accomplishments because it's like, yeah, I've gotten to this point. But like, did I really get myself to this point? Like, they just gave me this degree, you know, whatever. Um, That's not my thoughts, but I'm just saying it's like you have all the proof in the world that shows that you have truly earned what you've earned. And you still have this these second these thoughts of second guessing yourself. Um, If you come up and you get a, a position or a promotion or whatever, it's hard for you to accept the fact that you were chosen for those things because you're a fraud or you're a phony. So that's the mindset of someone that struggles with imposter syndrome. And between imposter syndrome and haters, you will find yourself dumbing yourself down 
and refusing to take up space. And by take up space, I mean the fact that you were created and designed for a specific purpose. God formed you before your mom and daddy even met. God formed you and created you with a specific purpose, with a specific skill set, with a specific with specific talents, gifts, and all of those things. So when we are fulfilling our purpose, when we are walking in our purpose, then that means that we are having an impact on other people's lives. We are doing our part in bringing people closer to God just through our interactions with them. And in the work that we do and just who we are, our characteristics, our personality, you know, who we are as a person. And so if we are doing that, if we are fulfilling our purpose, then we are taking up space. We are taking up our rightful space in this world. And having the impact that God intended for us to have. One of the things that I have kind of had this epiphany about recently is about social media. I think social media can be a great thing. Because I truly believe that God gives people a vision. Whether or not they acknowledge that it's God or not. God gives people vision to create things that can be helpful and help us to um, reel more people in and have an impact in people's lives in a positive way. But of course, the enemy finds ways to do the exact opposite with that same thing. So with all of the social media that we have access to now, I think it can be an amazing thing but when it comes to back to my topic like bragging and celebrating ourselves and things like that one of the things that I've noticed about social media is that social media has us focusing way more on ourselves than we need to in ways where we are looking people are looking for attention regardless of if that's positive or negative attention And also in ways of comparing ourselves to other people and focusing way too much on how we are not what other people are, Um, how we don't have what other people have and, and all of these things. So there's way too much focus on what we do have for purposes of attention, as well as what we don't have because we're comparing ourselves to other people. And so social media has become this thing where, yes, there's a lot of good happening on social media, but also there's a ton of bad that's happening on social media. And that's why I think it's so important for us to be able to filter um, who we interact with on social media, filter our time that we spend on social media, which is something that I, of course, personally need to work on because I do find myself doing a lot of mindless (laughs) scrolling sometimes 
And I find myself sometimes going down this rabbit hole of information and it gets overwhelming. Um, And then even starting to compare myself, you know, and, oh, I need to do this or I need to do that. Or maybe I should create this building or business or do this thing or whatever. And so instead of, you know, diving into the word and focusing on the word and really using that as my strategy of am I who God intended me to be and wants me to be and who he wants me to become instead of using social media as that gauge. Um, And then that kind of goes back to these accomplishments and things like that. Like if we are so much more focused on our relationship with God, then a lot of times we won't be doing things and engaging in things that have nothing nothing to do with our purpose. Um, nothing to do with what God has intended for us. Um, but kind of going back to my original topic of bragging on yourself and celebrating yourself. Um, I just want to reiterate the importance of celebrating small victories, big victories. Um, especially when you accomplish something and you know God led you to that thing. Like that is the greatest feeling when you know God has placed you, you know, at this moment, at this time, um, for such a time as this, he has placed you where you are and you have accomplished a small or a big victory in moving towards the vision that God has given you, like that is the greatest feeling. So I encourage you to celebrate, celebrate you, celebrate other people. Don't hate on other people. Like if somebody accomplishes something and it's great, especially if it's something that's uplifting and building God's kingdom, like celebrate that person because they might be struggling with, Are they really doing the right thing? They might be struggling with imposter syndrome and not feeling like they or believing that they really deserve or earned the right to celebrate themselves. So encourage other people um, when you see people doing great things. There's nothing wrong. Your purpose, if you are walking in your purpose, somebody else walking in their purpose does not take away from you. And that I heard that somewhere is probably worded differently, but that was probably one of the most powerful things that I have ever read or heard or whatever, that if I'm walking in my purpose, that's my purpose. If somebody else next to me is walking in their purpose, that's their purpose. And what we are each doing individually, collectively or whatever is not taken away from the other person. If anything, When we are all walking in our purpose, we are adding to each other. Because I'm serving the people that I need to serve and you serving the people you need to serve. Whether God has allotted for me to to serve a hundred people, right? Then if you have been allotted to serve a million people, okay, cool. Like we serving who God has allotted for us to serve. So it is what it is. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> Going back, 
I really, really, really want to encourage you all. Think about the things that you have accomplished in your life up to this point. There is a time and a place to reflect on what hasn't gone well. But in this moment, I want you to acknowledge what has gone well. What purpose have you been fulfilling? What have you been diligent in? And if there are things that you know that you need to do, that God is calling you to do, what are those things? And what is the first step to getting yourself on that track? So that is it, y'all. I wanted to make sure that I gave you this information because for real, like today is it's Thursday night again. (laughs) I'm always Thursday night in it. Um, and I've had this message, this information like for about a week now, and I don't know what it is. I told y'all I'm a procrastinator, but I do think that there's a lot of things that God has downloaded to me over this week that added to this. So there we go. Um, so yeah, I hope this blessed you. I love you guys. And I hope you have an amazing week. Please be sure to subscribe and follow my podcast. Also, follow me on Instagram at Mo Lives on Purpose. And then you can also email me with any questions or any feedback that you have for me. And my email address is Mo Lives on Purpose at gmail.com. Thank you guys, and I hope you are blessed and go and live more purposely.